welcome to Click Click Bang Bang, a photography podcast. Today's episode is titled, What the Hell Do I Charge? And we'll be diving deep into what photographers should be charging and how the industry is kind of cannibalizing itself when it comes to this whole area. I'm your host, Toby. And I'm Mez. All right, let's get into it. So one of the questions that gets asked a lot by emerging photographers is, what do I charge? But, you know, this isn't just going to be about what you should be charging. This is about seeing the value in our industry and also seeing how our industry is being devalued. Devalued. Yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare. And I guess in coming up with this episode, I was recently um, trying to find this information and basically couldn't. I found it really, really difficult to figure out what I should be charging for a particular job at that time. But it's something that I've always struggled with. So hopefully this will be helpful not just to um, people listening but to me as well. Yeah, <laughs> I think nice. I think it's something a lot of photographers struggle with, not just in the beginning of their career but as the industry is changing. And I think, you know, the industry has changed quite a lot and dramatically over the last five years and what we were charging five years ago is not necessarily what we're charging now. So I guess we could start with, you know, what are some of the things to consider when putting together your pricing? And this is going to be broad, right? But this kind of goes along with, you know, fashion photographers, wedding photographers, portrait photographers, commercial photographers. These kind of basic things to consider when pricing is kind of across the board. What is it? Tell me what it is. (laughs) Okay. Well, so (laughs) one of the first things you got to consider with your pricing is am I covering my costs? That's just not your cost for the day. Mm -hmm. That's like you got to look at your yearly costs of your insurance, your travel, your food, your rent on your studio, all these kinds of things. And you gotta you gotta break it up into bite-sized pieces that you can be adding to your hourly rate or your day rate or whatever. But it's something you have to take into account is covering your yearly costs and covering your costs of the actual job. So am I driving in? Am I getting the train? Am I hiring a truck? Am I hiring a studio? What kind of equipment do I need to hire? And you can even put in your invoices to clients equipment hire lines if you want to. You don't just have to shove that kind of stuff in your hourly rate or your day rate. So you mean you can your own equipment is being hired for that. Yes. Job. That's a huge thing and a lot of commercial photographers do that. Especially like if you're doing a huge commercial shoot, they're in your studio or you've had to hire the studio, you've had to hire lights, stands, backdrops, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because if you're just going to include that in your day rate or your hourly rate, they're going to go shit, that's high. Mm. But if they can line item C, well this is what you're paying for. Yeah. Because you need a studio and we need this and we need that, then I think it's going to be a lot more palatable. So it out, make it absolutely clear what they're paying for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Other things to consider, your skill level and your experience. If you're coming straight off the bat out of photography school or being self-taught and you're trying to get into the industry, um, you know, there's a fine balance of not charging too little so that you're devaluing yourself and the industry and not charging so high that the client is going to expect that you're of a certain level and Mm. certain degree. Mm. So you've got to kind of look at your own skills and your own experience and go, well, this is kind of what I feel like I'm worth. But that's even a deeper question. And I think we're going to go into that later in the episode about 
what are you actually worth? Yeah, and in terms of judging your own skill level, we talked a little bit about that in, our, in the first episode when we were talking about our own backgrounds and how we first realised that we had, you know, a skill for, for photography. And I guess you can rely on people's feedback and if you're out there on social media, you're going to get some pretty instant feedback on your stuff. There are groups yeah. on Reddit that will rate you as a, you know, photographer and all that sort of stuff as well. So it's not oh, yeah. that hard to do. And the internet's way more brutal Indeed. at... Uh... <laughs> Is it <laughs> telling you how good Your you shit. might be? Yeah, no, that's crap. And yeah. you know, yeah, it can be a tough place. So what else? What else? Um, well, who's the client? Uh-huh. So, am I going to be charging? Say, I'm charging for my time. Yep. Right, and I'm I'm not needing big equipment. It's not a big shoot. Whatever. Am I going to charge a charity client or an NGO client the same as a commercial client? No, I'm not. Only if you're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So I actually, and we'll talk about my rates later because I'm going to tell you guys my rates. You know, I have different rates. I have rates for NGOs and charities. I have rates for local government, like tiny local councils. And I have rates for big commercial clients and big government. Like mm-hmm. I I change it up. There's not one size fits all. No. No way. It no, it shouldn't be. And the final, one of the final things you got to consider, in my opinion, big thing is how big is this job? Okay. If I'm going in to shoot for someone for two hours, I might jack my hourly rate up a little bit because two hours isn't really worth my time. I've got to make this worth my while. You know what I mean? And vice versa, if it's a huge job and I'm going to be shooting over a couple of days, I might want to lower my hourly rate or mm-hmm. my day rate mm-hmm. because they're buying more time off me. Yep. So that's something you have to consider as well. Yep, yep. A couple of other things as well that we thought about in, in preparing for this episode. Different types of photography are going to cost different things. 100%. We all know that, you know, if you buy a birthday cake from a shop, it's going to cost you 50 bucks. If you buy the same cake for a wedding, yep. it's probably going to cost you bajillion. $2,000. Who who freaking knows? Yeah. Something ridiculous. So you can legit tailor your prices based on what you're actually shooting. It could be, a you know, a big wedding. It could be product photography. It could be a simple uh, a job at a, a council meeting one night. They want you to go and take some shots yep. of bunch of people talking to microphones, that kind of stuff. Think about that. Think about what you can charge. And we'll go again, we'll go through that in a bit more detail later on. Uh, minimum hours. So your hourly rate is going to be the same if they're hiring you for one hour. Is your hourly rate going to be the same if they're hiring you for one hour or five hours? Yeah, which is what I kind of touched probably on before, not. I guess. It's probably not because is it worth your time to go on for one hour? Exactly. Not. So if someone's asking you to go to a job for two hours and they're quoting you, you know, 300 bucks, let's say, for argument's sake, is it worth you getting off your ass, getting all your shit together, getting in your car or going to the train station or whatever, going to the job, shooting the job, coming home, doing all the things you've got to do before you can deliver the final photos? Is it worth doing that for the money they're charging? And that's a that can be a very personal decision to yeah. some degree, but yeah. be realistic about it and you know take into account all the things that Mez was talking about earlier as well. There are ways you can discount for regular clients. So oh, you, I do this all the time. So if you've got a regular client, like you're working for a council or a, some some sort of organisation that, that consistently hires you over and over again, of course, you know, as some form of gratitude and the fact that you know you're going to get regular work from these people, you know, drop your price a little bit. Yeah. Be cool. If you, you know? want to get your foot in the door with them. And I don't mean a lot. I mean a li- just a little. Yeah. And I actually have a really good example of that and I might give it right now. I won't give it. I was going to tell it later, but I'm going to tell it now. Okay. I got an opportunity to start working with a client that I saw was going to be regular work. Mm-hmm. 
And for me to kind of get in the door, I thought, okay, there's a lot of potential here. I'm just going to lower my rate slightly. And I reckon I only lowered it about by 20 bucks an hour. Yep. And I did that. But I've been working for them on and off, mostly on, for seven years. And every financial year, I raise my price. So, yes, I started out by, you know, taking a little off the top so I could get my foot in the door. And not a lot, only a little. But now, every financial year, I send them an email and I go, hi, it's the end of financial year. I'm just letting you know my prices are this for, you know, the 2018, 2019 financial year. Um, let me know. And they, I've never, ever had a problem. <laughs> never. And so from a, a client where I was going minus 20, it's now, you know, seven years later yeah. and I'm plus 50. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you have to take those kind of things into consideration. Yeah. So it's not just regular clients. Sometimes it's... You know, as as Meza said, it's an opportunity. If you see something that you know is probably going to be a regular gig um, for for a period of time, then you know, do what needs to be done to make sure you get that job, and then work your way upwards from there. Basically, yeah, and and obviously there's limits. Like there's an extent, like that you're getting a down yeah, yeah. cut. You know, yeah, yeah you're not going to do it for free. No, oh god, no. Unless you're an idiot. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> There are some industry standards out there we discovered. There is, um, but it, we discovered it's very, very hard to find oh any kind of information God. about industry standards. Almost impossible. No, literally fact. almost impossible. So we searched around all over the place for this information and maybe we were looking in the wrong places. Who knows? Um, I don't think so. We, we're both kind of very reasonably savvy when it comes to searching for shit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was it was... It was difficult. And trust um, me, like I've been searching my whole career for advice like this. Yeah. And I've never found anything. The closest thing I've ever found is when I joined the union, when yeah. I joined the Media, Entertainment and Arts Alliance. Yeah. And they have recommendations. Yeah. Well, let's, and, let's, let's talk about those because you, you've got those recommendations. You, yeah. You're, you're pretty in with the, with the whole union movement. You know, you're a bit of a... That's yeah, only yeah. because I've been fucked yeah, over yeah. so many times by clients <laughs> that I had to join the union. Do you know what I mean? I, need your I literally had to. And <laughs> and to be honest, like I can't. I mean, we'll probably do a whole episode on unions, but um. Yeah, yeah. Now, one one thing that I, I mean, you posted these these rates up, and I thought, well, those are from 2017. And I asked you, I yes. said, okay, great, but do we have anything for for 2019? No, not even for 2018. What? And seriously, this is the only stuff I could find. The only stuff. <laughs> so it seems, it appears that these rates have not been updated. No. So I think we have to take them with a grain of salt. I agree. So I think. But we'll, having said that, we all know that wage uh, growth is it's very stagnant. Pretty stagnant across everything at the moment. Yeah, especially so in perhaps New South that's Wales. why, but who knows? But anyway, we'll go through this. Yeah. So this is from the MEAA recommendations. And look, they are Media Entertainment and Arts Alliance. They are predominantly kind of there for journos. Yep. But they're, you know, they're their photographers, visual artists, musicians, the whole thing. Okay. So we'll go through this line by line and you give me, you jump in whenever you think. Okay. So their recommendation is for photojournalists. A day rate for a photojournalist, their recommendation is $1,244. So that's a lot. Not bad. Like that's a lot. Whether that is like reality, I don't know because obviously I don't work for newspapers. I can tell you now that is not reality. It's not. Well, you work, you work in journalism, so yeah. it's not reality. There's no way that, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. So <laughs> this, so let's, so we got to keep thinking, this is what, the industry standard should technically kind of be 
Because the yeah. unions looked at this and they're like, okay, and they're a big union. Yeah. And like, this is what the standard should be. Yeah, Whether there's it a reason is, they came up with this yeah, number, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So whether it really is the standard or not is a whole separate conversation, which we'll probably end up having. <laughs> but that's what it's saying for photojournalists. For video journalists per day, it's pretty much the same. It's 1,219. Yeah. Now, see, that's interesting to me because I would expect a video journalist, don't ask me why. To get more? To get more. Same, so would I. They got to think of so many things. They got yeah. to think of sound. Yeah. They got to think of well, on their feet. Like, oh my god, they got to think of way more things. And a moving image is a lot harder to capture oh, than a. Than oh my a god, yes. Let's face it. It is hundred yeah. percent. So for photographers, for general photographers, they recommend the day rate is nine hundred and ninety-eight. I think that's pretty accurate. But doesn't it depend? Oh, it depends on the client. Yeah, and the job. And the surely. job. Yeah, and the job. But anyway. Yeah, because they're not going, oh, oh, this is the day rate for mom and pa who want the family photo. No, no. exactly. No. Or even uh, a company that wants a, a, a team of 15 people there, you know, shot for a day or whatever. We want you to come in and shoot our people working. We want to do some headshots, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I don't know. I think that's pretty accurate. Okay. But maybe we can talk more about that when I tell you what my rates are. Yeah, cool. Because my rates are based on, like, my own experience. Yeah, yeah. What people are actually going to hire me for. Yeah, all right. Um, so half day rate for a photographer, they're saying six hundred and sixty five. Mm-hmm. That's a little high, I think. I, mate, I would agree yeah. because I know uh, TV producers that would get paid that for a day, for a whole day's work. Yeah, I think that's a little so on the high side. That's pretty. Yeah, it's maybe it's reasonable. You know, yeah. And maybe we're underselling ourselves. Who knows? Maybe, but it maybe. does sound high to me. I agree. So their recommendation here for per hour, so photographer per hour, two hundred and forty nine dollars mm-hmm. per hour. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that either. And I think that kind of sits in the middle of the range of what people should be charging. Yep. For sure. Yep. For sure. So I, I would say upper middle. Upper middle. Personally. Yeah, I'd say upper middle. Yep. I'd say upper middle because I would probably say 150 to 300 the an hour. Upper middle class. The upper middle. Of upper wages. middle. It's upper middle. <laughs> but the next bit is very interesting because I thought this was high, but you mm. being. A journo, <laughs> no better. So for photo reproduction, so this is like you giving them a photo, it's getting printed in the paper or the magazine, any kind of print media, right? So photo reproduction, a single column photo, so that's tight, that's like small A, eh? uh, like a couple of inches by a couple of inches, 234. A half page mm-hmm. photo, mm-hmm. 334. Mm-hmm. Full page, 491. Mm-hmm. Cover, 879. Okay. I think I'm going to slightly reassess this because I think obviously a cover image depends on which publication. If it's Vogue or, I don't know, Drummers Weekly. Yeah. Or like The Good Weekend. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Drummers Weekly. <laughs> is that even. Is that even. I should clarify. Drummers I, Weekly. I do play drums. <laughs> It's not a magazine I read. Oh In fact, I don't think it's a magazine that even exists. Anyway. <sighs> oh, God, that's funny. Relax. Copyright relax. that one, Toast. Um, but also I think that the whole uh, – obviously there are lots of photo agencies out there. Um, mm. I work for one called uh, Soper Images. Yep. Um, which uh, is based in Southeast Asia. And it's, it's very straightforward process. You know, I submit images to their back-end system – they uh, basically syndicate those images to a bunch of other agencies, including Getty and Reuters and various others like that. Yep. Now, as a client, which I have been for various publications and uh, media organisations that I work for, 
Um, you obviously you would you would sign up to a service like Getty Images. Mm. You'd pay a monthly fee for X amount of downloads, unlimited, fifty a month, whatever. Mm. Um, and then they grant you a license to take however many images you want. Now, back in the day, I remember seeing on on I'm going to talk about Getty specifically here that they would charge anywhere between 250 to way, way more mm. for a single image. Mm-hmm. And that image would have a bunch of stipulations about how you could use it, yep. where it could be used, how you could alter it, Circulation. All, that, all that sort of stuff. So it's a bit of a minefield in terms of, all right, how much is that worth? Yeah. Is that worth, sorry. Now, at the end of all that is a photographer who's taken that photo. Now, the question is, and this is a this is pie-in-the-sky shit, who, who the hell knows, mm. how much is that photographer getting every time that image is used, right? Now, with SOPA, there are stipulations on this and it really depends on who's using it. Mm-hmm. It depends on the licence that you as the photographer allow them to grant. Right. So you have the control. You have a, a amount of power. You have the control. So you can say, all right, this image is something that I spent five minutes taking. It's not, you know, I don't care if someone uses it for five bucks or 20 bucks or whatever. Mm. So you can, you know. You can leave those ones alone, but if you've if there's an image that you've worked really hard on, it might you might be a wildlife photographer. You go back to wildlife. I know. Like wrong with me? I don't know. We've got to do like some therapy on this. (laughs) You could have been sitting for six hours waiting for a snow leopard. Or you're the only person who's gotten the shot of like absolutely. You know, someone stumbling out of a bar. Not that we're paparazzi, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Or or whatever. It could be a a, a bus accident, a guy with a knife in the street in Sydney, or whatever. You know, you could you could have this gun image of whatever so obviously you're gonna you know you're gonna make that a bit more pricey yeah so these these figures here are i guess they're a guide more than anything sure but i honestly think that um that kind of charging for that kind of photography is is really difficult it's really really difficult yeah it's very very hard and i would suggest that relying on an agency to do that for you is probably a reasonably sensible way to go but be careful because some of them are shysters and they will take your images and they will sell them for 250 300 bucks and you'll get 20 cents yeah or whatever it's a bit like the spotify kind of kind of model yeah you know? yeah they'll chuck them up everywhere and you'll get a, you'll get nothing really essentially yep. you'll have to see that image downloaded 100 200 times to, yeah to, to make it to any make decent buck. money off it yeah yep. so it's difficult but, um, so, you know, you talked about your rates, Miss. Give us an insight into what you charge for, for Okay, stuff. so this is like, I'm going to, it's going to sound weird because I have so many different rates. And obviously that comes back to what I was talking about in the beginning of all those things to consider. Yep. Like who is the client? How big is the job? Are they going to be a regular client? What's like the amount of equipment I'm going to need for the job, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. How hard is the job to do? Do you know what I mean? Is it outside of my, my skill level and I'm going to have to, you know, learn some stuff to actually pull it off? Do you so, ever, sorry, this is slightly off topic, but do you, yeah. ever, do you ever get someone come to you and say, I want to do this, I want to do that. And you just think, oh, shit, I really don't want to do this job. So you quote like super high in the hope that they'll say nah. All the time. <laughs> so <laughs> so because I have I have my skills in a certain area and I am very um, adamant that I only am going to shoot how I shoot. 
So if I get a if I get a potential client coming to me going, can you do something like this? And they send me like a mood board or like a um, a, a brief mm-hmm. that is completely outside of what I do. Like, sure, I could shoot anything, but if they yeah. want a style that's completely outside of what I do, I I'm like, well, I'm not going to freaking do that. <laughs> Why would I shoot something that I, that's not how I shoot. So I will quote like bonkers because I go, okay, well, if they're going to say yes, i got to make it bloody worth it. Hey, sometimes they say yes and I go, oh, fuck, now I've got to go do it. <laughs> but hey, it'll be worth it. And a lot of the time they just say no yeah. because I know I, that's not what I do. Go and find someone that does that and yeah. you're going to get a better product because I don't do that. Yeah, you know yeah what the I mean? passion's not going to be there. Yeah, but also like just the just the style of shots. It's like, well, I don't shoot like that. Did yeah. you see my website? Like yeah, have yeah. we met? You know, it's like that. <laughs> Did you see all those dark black and white film photos and you want me to shoot like past? No, it's you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah. But okay, so I've got a lot of different rates because I do a lot of different stuff. So the first one I'm just going to talk about, I'm just going to glance over really quickly. So I tutor people with intellectual disabilities in photography. And I do that through the NDIS. Yep. I'm an NDIS service provider. So they actually stipulate what I charge. So I have, I really have no control over that. Mm-hmm. So per hour to go and charge, to go and teach, sorry, um, people with disabilities, one-on-one photography, I get 57 bucks an hour. But I get, I also get when I'm traveling, my travel time. So I get my, I get a half rate for travel time and I get my kilometers. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Which is good because I live in Wollongong and a lot of my clients are in Sydney or like out Liverpool, Marrickville, this kind of stuff. Mm. I get 80 cents a kilometer, which actually works out. It's actually quite a lot when you, when you add it up. Cause I'm doing like 80 Ks there, 80 Ks back. You know, that's like a good amount of change. And if they, if you took a train, they'd reimburse you for. Yeah, for that. if I took a train, they would reimburse me for that. Okay. But so yeah, and that's the standard point, like point eight of a dollar eighty cents per kilometer. That's like what is stipulated in the NDIS. Yep. So that's what I charge for that. Mm-hmm. I'm part of the disability community. You know, I have a brother with a disability, and I've worked in disability for years before I was a photographer. So that, that's why I do it. Yeah, it's a great thing. To do. Yeah, it's a good thing to do. So okay, so this is my rate for charities and NGOs and small local government so I charge it's going to sound a little low because we were talking I was like oh this is a little low 185 an hour but I charge 185 an hour because I know I'm never only I'm never working two hours for them I'm always working four to five hours yeah right okay so and and that's usually you know like in the evening so I can do my work in the mornings da 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 cruise down to Sydney work for four to five hours and get like a you know, six, seven, eight hundred bucks. Yep. And it's like fun and I get to work with people that are really interesting and interesting organizations. Mm-hmm. So 185 an hour, that's what I charge for NGOs and small local government. Okay. So my commercial hourly rate, so this does vary slightly dependent on the client. And that might sound like brutal, but So before you go on, yeah. just explain what commercial means. Any kind of person that wants your photography for financial benefit. Okay. So charities and NGOs, that kind of stuff. Sure, they want the photos for financial benefit, but it's going. It's a charity. It's yeah. going to a cause. Yeah, yeah. Local government, they do not want to use my photos for financial benefit. Okay. It's like here's they're promoting the council. They're promoting. It's news, really. It's news. It's basically news. Yeah. Um. Do you know what I mean? So any kind of uh, corporation or business that's like, yo, can you do ABCDFG? Shopping centers, that sort of thing. Anything yeah. like um headshots for like for companies, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So that is. Depending on the company, it's between 200 and 400 an hour. So that's what I charge for commercial hourly rate. 
So how do you make the decision to charge either 200 or 400 or somewhere? I look at who the company is and I go, okay, do I, what can I reckon they can afford? And that might sound really dodgy, especially if a client's listening to this and like, so wait, you would charge me more than da da? <laughs> yes. Because what is if Qantas, which Qantas have never come to me, but say Qantas have come to me and gone, yo, I'd be like, oh, it's Qantas, okay? <laughs> like I'm not a fool, right? Yeah. But if a tiny um, tech startup in Artaman is yeah. coming to me, I ain't charging them the same as Qantas. Yeah. So I'm still charging them within the rate that I am comfortable, but I'm not charging them my top commercial rate because mm. I know they can't afford it. Yeah. So I guess that's a really good point. It's like what's your lower limit? And obviously my lower limit is $185 an hour because yeah. that's what I charge NGOs. Yeah. And I would never go lower, lower than that, than that. Yeah. ever. I would never go lower than that ever, ever, ever. So yeah. So if Qantas is coming. So now you're going to get. They're getting 400 an hour. And you're going to get 300 <laughs> tech startups calling you saying, uh, can you do this for 185 yeah, 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 an hour? Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, that's my charity rate. <laughs> so two to 400 an hour for commercial hourly photography. Okay. So a half day rate is between 500 and 800. And that's for anything? Well, that's more commercial. Okay. Got it. No. Cause when I'm doing stuff for NGOs and council, it's hour by hour. I don't ever yeah. charge them half rates and day rates. That's more of a commercial photography type thing. Got it. So day rate is between 750 and 1500. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge freaking gap, right? Like that's a it big is. gap. So I'll give you a really clear example. Okay. So the 1500, that's what I charge when, um, the fed, when I do work for the federal government, because look, let's be honest, as soon as you get an inquiry from the federal government, they have money. It's, it's our money. <laughs> it is. It's as simple as that. Yeah. They've got money. Yeah. And like, yes, they care about budget to an extent, but, but their budgets are huge. Yeah. So all of this, all of me telling you this is this is years of me working in the industry going, okay, this is what people will pay mm-hmm. and this is what people won't pay. Yeah, you get a gauge of, you know, what You is get a total acceptable. gauge, yeah. So the 700, 750 being the low day rate. Yeah. So, oh, my God, back when I was first starting out in photography, um, my day rate for Greenpeace, because they had me on as a photographer, I actually never did any work for them. They contacted me one time and I couldn't do it and they got someone else, whatever, but... Their, my day rate for them was was seven hundred, and that's was something I got in my head from a really early time. Mm-hmm. Was seven hundred? I'll never go lower than seven hundred, mm. and so I haven't. And so sometimes, if people are hiring me for a day, I'll I'll again I'll look at the client, I'll look at the job, and I'll assess what it's worth and what I think they're going to pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Makes perfect sense. And I'll always go a tiny bit higher than I think because then they always want to negotiate, and then I'll drop it a little bit. Yeah, it's like a bloody, it's like dating. Yeah, a little bit. Not that a I really bit. remember what dating's like because I've been with Sean, my husband, for 15 years, but it's kind of like dating. It's like, okay, it's like the mind it's games. It's a dance. It's a dance, it baby. It's a dance. It's a dance. Or a dance, sorry. A dance. It's a dance. dance. But, okay, so for weddings, now, look, I am not a wedding photographer, but I sh- like every photographer on earth, we've all shot weddings. <laughs> you know yep. it. You know yep. it. Because why? They're bloody good money. They can be. They're, they're hard, yeah. but let me tell they're freaking hard. They're a nightmare. It's the hardest work you'll ever do in your life. I've only ever shot friends' weddings. Same. No, kind same, of, same, same. Usually. Friends are friends. Usually favours, whatever. But, um, I, you know, if I'm not accepting money, then I remember I shot my, my one friend's wedding in, in Colombia and he basically put me up for a week. So I'm like, yeah. oh, that's cool, you know. Yeah, totally. Pay for yeah. accommodation then. Yeah. And we're great mates. So yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to do it plus I get a trip to Colombia. Not yeah, so bad, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But. 
it was bloody hard work. It's the hardest work you can do as a photographer. Oh, my God. No, it is. It, like, and I didn't have an assistant or anything. Oh, was just Jesus. Like, oh, my God. What, you know, and it what was, did I get myself into? It was just really, really tricky. And not only that, but there's a certain amount of pressure you get when you're shooting a wedding. Oh, know? my God. It's one time. You can't. There's you no take know, two. You know you can't fuck this up. Yep, no take two, babe. So it's just like, oh, my God, you know. So it's, it, it, it's, honestly, it's like hands highly down. Highly stressful. Hands down is the hardest job you can get as I a agree. photographer. That's why I don't do it very often. No, I'd rather shoot for like the the. I'd rather shoot for Vogue. I'd rather shoot wildlife. Of course you would, <laughs> bloody introvert. But you know what I mean. There's less pressure shooting for Vogue. Yeah. Than there is for yeah, a wedding. You can take a thousand frames and hope that one's good. Yeah, which and it probably will be. Yeah, and you're controlling the environment. Exactly. Wedding is completely uncontrolled. Yeah. But yeah, so okay, so for weddings, usually like ballpark for me is three hundred an hour. Jack it up. No, that's not it. Well, that's like medium. <laughs> but so I wanted to like go a little bit deeper here because like portraits and weddings that's not really my forte right yeah. but I have like like many photographers I have done a lot of portraiture and I have done family portraiture and I have done a lot yeah, of weddings yeah. Yeah. so and I have done I did a bit of research into what you know these kind of photographers are charging and I'll talk about that so let's stay with weddings so for weddings look your minimum should be 2,800 and that's and I'm not talking. That's not twelve hours. Mm. Mm-mm. That's like eight to ten hours. That's the minimum you should be charging is two thousand eight hundred. So we're we talking just the the actual process of taking the photos on the on the day of the wedding, or are you talking full package? Here's your two hundred fifty photos as well. Oh. Look, that's that's always down to the photographer. Okay. Some photographers, like that's what they're going to charge you for their time. Yep. And then there's a whole separate payment system for files, albums, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But generally I would say these days it's generally accepted that that includes you're going to get your high-res files. Okay. And then if you want a wedding album, that's extra or whatever. But that 2800 that's the minimum. Like that's the bottom, the bottom you should be charging. Yep. And the top is between, you know, fifteen and 10000 mm-hmm. But I have found the average is around 5000 And that's not with a wedding album. Yeah. And that's usually like 10 to 12 hours of shooting. Yeah. And I think that's very fair. And But more is fair too. If, yeah. if you're going to be shooting for 12 to 14 hours and you've got a wedding with like 400 guests. Well, that's the thing. It depends on the size of the wedding. A hundred percent. Of course, because you might have two bridesmaids or you might have 15. I know. You just never know. Which is completely plausible. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I've shot weddings where there's been 80 people and I've shot weddings where there's been 300 people. Yeah. And let me tell you, you are working 10 million times harder. And And if there's 300 people, like that's more files to go through. Yep. You know, yep. so you got to consider that as well. But I think f- around five is usually like the general accepted amount. But 2,800 is a bare minimum. And I'm saying like bare minimum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're shooting six hours and yeah. there's like 80 people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I found. Now okay. for portraits, so, and I I myself, if someone hires me for a portrait, it doesn't matter if it's one person, two people, like a couple or a family, mm. it's the same price. Okay. I don't understand photographers who go, well, it's da-da-da extra. A per head price. Kind yeah. Of thing. But in saying that, that probably makes sense why they do that because then like say you're like, oh, I've just got like my brother's family here and my sister's family. Can you do their portraits? Like they're totally going to rip you off. So I totally get that. <laughs> I totally get that. But for me, I don't do that because I don't really do this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I charge, it's really simple. It's a thousand bucks. That's what I charge. Okay. It's one hour. Yep. Doesn't matter if you're a family, a couple, or a, a kid, a newborn, whatever. Yeah. A thousand dollars. Okay. And they get 
they get about usually 30 files, high-res files, yep. and they always get prints. So it's it's four prints, four 8x10 prints mounted, cost me next to nothing, yep. looks bloody fantastic, and then this is the, how you make more money and it works every goddamn time. You say, oh, how beautiful these prints, they're so nice. If you want to order more, and they always order more, even if they have the high-res files, they always order more. Because they can't be bothered to do it themselves. Because they can't. No, of course they can't. And because they're seeing the product and look so amazing. So yeah. I just charge, that's it. It's $1,000. That's what I charge. So if there's photographers out there that would, that would you know, that they have people calling them for, for portrait jobs, but they don't want to go through the whole printing process and providing four prints and that sort of stuff, what would you suggest? Why are you 800 in? or, no, or, why or are you, don't bother? No, I'm going to be brutal. Why are you in the family portraiture business if you are not going to provide your client with a physical product? Okay, cool. Because otherwise you're just giving them a digital dust. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. means nothing. Digital dust. And, and that's – I cannot claim that quote. <laughs> and <laughs> Thank you, Ed Harris. Um, it's yeah, – and this is adds to why the industry is getting devalued. Yeah. Because we're just handing over ones and zeros. Yeah, 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 basically. Here's your ones and zero, here's your ones and zero. Oh, it's so easy. Just give me the files. Just yeah. I just want the files. Yeah. No, that's not what I offer. It's prints. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Put the value back in the industry. Product, product, product. I think there's a certain amount of uh, of there's a, like a primo factor that comes with accepting a physical product as well. Oh my god. Like, especially a, a nice quality, you know, photograph. I have never met a client that has cried when I've sent them a digital file or Mm -hmm. shown them a digital a digital version of the photo. They always cry when you hand them a print. Yeah, there you go. Always. There you go. Because it it's nostalgia. Yeah. And it's like you're holding it and it's a connection. Oh, that's a whole other episode, Toby, (laughs) write that down. (laughs) The power of the print. But I would say for family uh, portraits a good range is minimum 900, and this is one hour. Yep. Max, well, not a maximum. You could go as much as someone wants to pay, but 1,500. Yeah, okay. And that's not necessarily including, you know, the prints. That can be more. Yeah. That's your time when you're there. Yeah. That's your time when you're there and you're, and you're, and you're post-production. And add-on, yeah. That's what that is. Yeah, okay, cool. So that's, so that's like what I charge, and that's just what I charge. You might charge more. You might charge less. I'm around about the same, yep. I, I would think. I'm not as... Busy as you are in in terms of the photography, do because I do a lot of TV production stuff, which yep. takes up a lot of my time. Unfortunately, yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. to shoot more, but you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a roundabout the same. But you know, we should say that this doesn't always mean that you're going to get get the gigs. No. We, oh my god, no. You know, it, it's you put a quote out there. And then it's finger in the air stuff, really. You oh know, my god, uh, yes. As to what's going to come back, you might get you might you might get a yes. Great, let's let's get started. You might get a no. You might just get ignored completely and oh, they never, that's never talk usually, to you again. That's, the latter is usually correct. And I would say that the times I get hired and the times I don't is probably about 50-50. Yeah. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Definitely about 50-50. Yeah. I mean, I have, I mean, oh, my God, I've got stories for you and Tell I'm sure me. you got stories too. Oh, yeah, but I I'll, Like I'll get headhunted for a job mm. and it'll be like, we love your portfolio, we love what you do, we saw what you did with ABCDFG, whatever. Um, Who are they? Exactly. <laughs> um, can you do us a quote? Here's the brief, da-da-da-da-da, whatever. So I do the quote, da-da-da, I send up, never hear back. Yeah. And these aren't small, these aren't small potatoes. These are like big organizations, companies who have got, I know they've got money. Mm-hmm. I know they've got money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, poof. It's like, oh, never seen again. And so you follow up, poof, nothing, never seen again. You're like, seriously, 
Like seriously, or they'll come back and be like, oh, no, sorry. We asked someone else and they're going to do it for half the price. And I just go, good luck to you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've had exactly the same experience. I I recently had a... Same thing. Got got headhunted for for a, a gig. It was an esports gig actually, and it was the the idea was to turn up to this esports event, shoot the crowd, shoot the gaming. It was across a whole weekend, so Saturday Sunday, mm. and uh, they needed X number of images, quite a lot from from memory. And I told them what I was prepared to to do it for, and they wrote back to me and not only said you know sorry, but we, we you know that's a little high for us, but they told me that they'd they'd given the job to someone else and then told me what that someone else's rate was, which yeah, I hectic. think is really unprofessional for someone to do that. Yep. And to me that just shows me the inexperience that a lot of these organisations have when it comes to, you know, asking yes. for, for, for photography and, and that service. Yeah, and actually that ties into something that we, want, that we were going to talk about, which is why photographers charge what they do. Yeah. And there's some good points here and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say them. This is this is an education piece for anyone out there. Your clients that's freaking asking us to do work for them. <laughs> if they're listening, yeah. yeah. So it's all dependent on okay the your quality of your photographs and your talent. The quality. We if you're going to charge more, you've got to you've got to be good. Yeah. So you're paying for quality. You're paying for the value of the photographer in the market. So if you're well known, like you're going to be paying more than Joe Blow. Okay. Competitors' prices, obviously, that comes into play. Equipment and materials used, like far out. My bat, that bag over there has twenty five grand in it. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Twenty five grand yeah. that I've spent on my your, camera gear. Your average camera is going to cost you two, three grand these days. Oh, anyway, one hundred percent. And don't forget your stuff like insurance and public liability insurance. You need public liability insurance if you're going to work in this industry, and it is not cheap. Mm-hmm. It's not cheap. And also the format of the photography: is it print? Is it TV? Is it digital media? All of this is dependent. On this is why we charge what we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm getting a bit passionate. <laughs> Passion's good. Passion's good. Okay, so I got a bit passionate there. You know, I, this is like subjects that really just like get me going. So I kind of think we need to come back for a part two, Z's. You, you need to go and deal with that. I need passion. to go deal with this passion. <laughs> that sounds really weird. It does. But, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> so, like, I think we're going to do a part two. And we're going to go deeper into the value of this industry and the devaluing of this industry. I think that's a good idea. We're going to look at, you know, some kind of service photography, quote unquote, services out there yep. that are aimed at helping the photographer to find work that maybe necessarily aren't helping. So we're going to look into that. Yeah. And we're going to talk about ones that kind of are helping. Cool. There's a goddamn minefield. Yeah. Man. So, like, we've just been crapping on for a whole other hour. So you're got to come back and check out part two. Do it. So come back and that's it. We're out. Yeah, we'll see you in a bit. Ciao.